This is this is such a fascinating movie in terms of sound uh, because of the subject of the movie that uh, somehow. But here you're often going into his own perspective. Um, so I wonder if you could talk a bit about how you approached that and, and how that developed for this movie. Yeah, I can try. Um, first of all, I, I, I want to say sorry about the there was a bit the running in and out in the beginning of the of the screening, but it was first it was played very low, and then we raised the volume, and uh, then I felt it was like very high, so too loud, it would uh, hurt your ears. So so I hope we we ended up with the right level. Um, it's a fragile thing for me this level. When, uh, when hearing something I've done myself because I have a, a very certain way I want to listen to it again. But, uh, but it, it, you're totally right. It, it was a um, huge thing, this um, going into the, to the state of mind of uh, Pierre Kierkegaard, the artist. And um, the... the I'm going to be very honest in this uh, talk uh, because um, uh, normally with this uh, very little time uh, time frame we work in do doing a film like this, we had like uh, seven or eight weeks to do it, then uh, you have to just push your ideas and, and it's uh, you get a bit into this uh, sound design before you can actually play something for the director. And uh, midway, midway or even past midway in the creative process, we uh, had the director coming and uh, Christian, uh, who did the music, had done a lot of uh, uh, music for, for the going into to the mental state of uh, Pierre Kierkegaard. And uh, I had done some, some sound design on that. And uh, Anne Ville, the director, she, she heard it and she, was, she reacted to it uh, way before we finished the, the first screening with her. And she was, she was like, I love it, but we have to stop because I hate it. And, um, and, and uh, the funny thing is that's actually how uh, uh, Pierre Kierkegaard, he works. He, uh, he has a process where he paints a picture and then midway he can uh, he he is totally disgusted by by this picture so he paints everything black and restarts the process all over so uh, so working on this uh, film for 5 weeks we uh, we kind of deleted everything and uh, restarted the the process and um the difficult thing about going into someone else's mental state is that you have some uh, idea. I have some ideas about how that sounds, and uh, and the director had a completely different. Uh, um, uh, she had a, a completely different way she wanted that to sound, and uh, she felt that uh, what I've done and what Krishna had done was very much uh, in top of the film instead of growing out of the film. And uh, you have to understand the creative process in that she's been filming for three years and they've been editing for, for eight months and they have a complete set of, uh, of rules or a knowledge about how, how uh, Pierre Kierkegaard works. And, 
and uh, uh, Peter Winter, the editor, which is also here, he uh, he and I sat down for a week, and uh, and and Peter he explained me when uh, Pierre Kierkegaard draws this figure, then it actually means a bird, and uh, when he draws this figure, figure it means a wave, and. Uh, um, and that was totally new to me, and, and uh, seeing back, it, it's obvious we should have taken this discussion earlier, but, but, uh, but um, each film is, is uh, very different, and each director is very different, so, so uh, that, that was kind of the creative process that we rebooted everything yeah. um, after five, five weeks. So what, what was your new approach like? How did you reconceive? Uh, the, the, the new approach was about... Um, uh, the director really wanted the, the, his, uh, his illness to grow out of, of uh, uh, his paintings. His, his illness is this way that when he uh, draws a bird, he, he doesn't draw an image of a bird. He, he really draws a bird, and, and uh, this uh, bird is very real for him. And uh, because of his illness, he when he uh, turns his head, then uh, then that image, that the real bird, kind of uh, moves around with him. So so it was a different approach in, in that sense that we were limited to use uh, his uh, his uh, figures. So it's like uh, the snake is very obvious because it's a picture of a snake. Even I can see that. And, uh, and, and, and normally we don't do this in sound. We don't put one-on-one -on -one sound because it's obvious. But uh, here we, we, we did it uh, all the way. And all the sounds in, in, uh, in the abstractions, uh, the abstractions being when he is uh, inside his head or we are being drawn into his head, they are created out of uh, of uh, stuff that he works with. So it's nature, it's water, it's it's uh, birds, it's uh, uh, whales, um, and not just the. Uh, 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 I mean, the di uh, director was was very specific about a certain type type of whales. It wasn't a, a complete. Um, I didn't have a complete toolbox. It was like suddenly my toolbox was limited to eight sounds. <laughs> uh -huh. And uh, and working with that was uh, inspiring, but also very hard. And, and for me, it, it gives a, um, a total different expression that I've uh, ever created. Mm. And, and were some of those sounds uh, Foley sounds that you created, some of these? Yes, of mm. course, yes. Yeah. I lie a lot. Yeah, like, like the, the snake. What, what was the snake actually? No, the snake. It's a. Uh, it's much more uh, Thomas okay. <laughs> uh, design. But for the drawing, I utilize a brush because I have to utilize brush. But I utilize sometimes uh, toothbrush okay. because it's more dry. Uh -huh. And I try to listen to the direct, the wild track, just mm -hmm. to come inside, not to have a different color, you know. Because mm -hmm. if you have, and if you, after uh, Thomas and Christian have the problem to. To come inside, you know, right. and uh, but uh, I lie with microphone because I put microphone microport uh, the other side of the drawing, the other side, oh. yes, and inside, and sometimes I keep the, the small microphone microport very close to the drawing, and sometimes I play 
with the distance like this. <laughs> so so this you, is you're almost like another cameraman. You're yeah. just sort of positioning yes. yourself around him. Yes, <laughs> the same way you did for a few last movie. Oh, right. But uh, a brush with a with a painting make no noise. Yeah. I have to lie a little bit. I utilize a paper, wet paper uh, coat a little bit, and uh, I try to mix like this, and uh, yeah. it's like a tiramisu, you know. <laughs> and all together, it's a sound. Yeah. No, I mean, we were talking about this before, earlier in the day, that the sound, the actual sound of painting is, is not the, the same. So you're, you're, you're creating some expressive version of what painting would sound like if you were in the same room, right? Yes. Yeah. But we, we play acoustic first, yeah. and uh, I use this brush uh, on the microwave to have the, the brush completely dry. Uh -huh. And uh, I lie a little bit, I use a knife, or something like this. Uh -huh. But uh, the result at the end, it's uh, when you listen, you say, well, it's okay. When it's on the metal plate, I utilize what you utilize, but it makes no noise. It's, uh, it's uh, soft. Mm. And I utilize a stone, uh, different uh, cock, like this. Uh -huh. Just to, 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 to have the, the attack. Yeah. And two different tracks. And uh, when Thomas receives, he, he mix, uh, he shake everything, and uh, yeah. and you have the color. Yeah. But sometimes you utilize a glass, plaque, sometimes metal. Huh. <coughs> I lie uh, every time. For <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> professional liar. <laughs> I mean, Chilian's work is very important uh, for creating the sound design in in that sense that um, uh, sound is uh, a lot of layers, like Jimizu. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and uh, we're limited to a, a certain uh, point where we can't remove uh, more sound without it being silent, and um, and Shuliang's uh, works work uh, how how uh, your track of sound makes makes it so possible to remove everything else and. Um, it, it gives you a, a feeling of being zoomed into uh, uh, to the scene in a certain way. Actually, I, I have a small example. I, I, don't, I don't know if it's possible to oh, show. Sure. Yeah, uh, uh, I don't know if the projectionist is. It is. Mm -hmm. Can I can I play? Yeah. It's actually from the from the beginning with the with the wheelchair. I brought a before and after cut. Just to be honest, for the wheelchair, I put somebody, an assistant of the studio, mm -hmm. to have the kilo, uh -huh. because alone it was difficult to be synchron. Uh -huh. And I moved the air, and I put a little bit of water, and to quick, 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 you know? <laughs> but in the direct, you hear many wild tracks. Uh, the wood, it's direct, you know? Uh -huh. and, but I have to come inside and to do yeah. the same. If I do a different color, you feel it's, it's folly, it's bruitage. <laughs> and this is not good. So we're hearing before we're hearing going to hear the sync sound and then the the, the, the layered uh, yeah. constructed sound. Okay. Um, it's not Wow. It's very loud. I ended my job, so you can tell me. I'm your father. 
Not that bad. But it's here. Okay, maybe it doesn't work. Or do you have to turn on? Turn the it the down sound is very distorted down here. Is it coming too loud from the input here? Or? And the image is not working. Okay, maybe we, we skip that part. But um, no, and the image is not. I'm glad the mix didn't sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, while they're working on that, I was just wondering if you ever talked with the painter about, I mean, your, your art about it. I was curious if he had any thoughts about it at any point, or you weren't there, it was afterwards? Or? No. No, okay. No. But I'll tell you something, when I receive mm -hmm. this kind of documentary or, or movie, mm -hmm. uh, I see first the, the scene with the, the guy who shoot me in the studio, mm -hmm. and after I talk with, uh, with Thomas, and I try to do it my own way, and after I have the list, and Thomas said, please, Julian, can you do this? Can you do add the leaves? And what you listen is, is my, my job. Uh, the leaves, when it's on the, close to the sea, mm -hmm. we have made left, right. We have made the uh, atmosphere with a uh, factice leaves, you know, mm -hmm. like this. Just like this, you know, for <laughs> the wind. And it's work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, do you, uh, do you approach it differently when it's a fiction feature versus a documentary feature? It's the same. It's the same thing. Exactly the same. Yeah. It's the same sound. Step present. Uh, well. uh, okay. <coughs> it's, it's the same job, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a little bit. That would be great. Should we try to play this? Oh yeah, let's do that. Let's hear the two versions. The little semi husso. Marianne and Mike look in there, maybe concentrate. You can't see me from the trap. Okay, so we're here with the trap. Let's go up and hit the på. Og det er trappe, jeg har gået 100 af gangen, ja. hvis det kan gøre det, op og ned. Ja. Og jeg har altid løbet op og ned af trapper, for at jeg har på en lille form. Mm. Og sagde mig, om det så ikke mm. går galt. Det er bare så ærgerligt. Ja. Det er godt nok surt. Ja. Ja. Sådan her. Ja. Ja. Og så hvis nu vi går lidt i grå. Okay? Yes. Kører du selv her? Ja, så er det også så. So we're just going to approach the microphone. So the this in the original clip, it's uh, kind of the uh, the dialogue and everything continues, and we wanted to to make kind of a landing where 
where we stay with him emotionally so we can get into the abstraction afterwards. And uh, if we just remove the sound, it will be totally, uh, totally silent. So, uh, so for this part, Shriyank did some, uh, some Foley, so we stay with the, with the picture, but, uh, but it uh, doesn't lose the sense that it's totally silent. gået 100 af gange, hvis det kan gøre det, op og ned. Og jeg altid løbet op og ned af trapper, for det holdt mig lidt i form. Og sagde noget, det så ikke går galt. Det er bare så ærgerligt. Det er godt nok surt. Some it might be uh, be very obvious what what we do, but uh, but I uh, I like giving examples of it, even though it's it's obvious and and um, how you work made made it possible to to make a transition like that. Yeah, and then then there are also places where it's it's really obvious that you're kind of getting into his headspace when you almost have the sound. It's a sound that you kind of you might have in a horror movie almost, you know, where this kind of a bit of a whine and yeah, yeah, you're inside his skull. Um, did, did that require some testing to see how far you wanted to go with, with the, that kind of sensation? I mean, I mean, I think the first examples uh, we, we did was uh, much more than, than it is now. But uh, I mean, I think the most, the most uh, important thing is that, that we changed the way we did it. Um, instead of doing it with the... Uh, a musical element we we used sounds uh, from the nature like uh, this eh, which is all yeah. through the film what, uh, is, what is that is that uh, that's a whale oh that's uh, a whale okay see and uh, <coughs> yeah hmm. okay. well i didn't i didn't know whales sounded <laughs> that disturbing but now i know whales sound like you're having brain problems um And um, and but music is also has a big role uh, when it kind of just pushes everything out. So it just takes up the, the, the whole, I mean, the whole soundscape and the whole mental mental space. Um, and the, but what's funny is that at one point it really is the music in the scene that's happening. You know, when he's just listening to it loud. But at other other times the music is it's subjective, right? It's not really. He's not playing it all the time, is he? No, there is this one very long scene where where, he is where he's listening and they're yeah. commenting about the yeah. about the music and uh, yeah. it's a, it's a recording, so yeah. so we didn't play with that. Or oh yeah, no, no. But but the other scenes you're hearing music and that's that's not in the scene, the live, the actual. Um, you're talking about all this Brahms. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. Um, uh, the idea was to. Uh, since we had this uh, long uh, clip where he listened to Brahms to to keep it as a um, as a layer all through the film, hmm. so we keep returning to this uh, certain piece all the way through. Yeah. yeah. And for me, for the level, 
I don't have Brahms in the studio, but I have the headphone with Earth, Wind and Fire. Mm. And the sound engineer, he said, we try a system, put music a little bit loud and oh. try to drawing. If it changed the level, uh-huh. and it changed. <laughs> Sorry for Earth, Wind, Fire. It's not the same level. Earth, Wind, Fire, okay. Um, well, I mean, h- how does this compare? I-, I was just asking while you were working on the laptop yeah. how this compares with working with uh, a fiction feature. Um, I mean, do you feel an obligation? Um, I mean, a special obligation to, to 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 reality, for lack of a better word. I mean, with a documentary, I think it for, it's a surprise for many people that the sound is not what was live there. Um, so, does does that enter your thinking at all, or is it or not really? For me, it's uh, the important thing is that we're telling stories, and even though we're telling fiction stories or documentary stories, it's it's for me it's the 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 same thing. I mean, normally this idea about the truth comes from the director, and some directors are uh, are very interested in showing uh, that we hear. I mean very exact the truth that the atmospheres are recorded the very same place at, that it's happening uh, but but for me it's it's a, it's a matter of the size of my my toolbox when i work and um, this being the the the, the toolbox then every, all directors work in a certain way with the limitations um, I think all directors work with a set of rules they apply to their work, mm-hmm. and uh, they pass that on when they move into the sound studio. Mm-hmm. And uh, I find it very fascinating with documentaries that that uh, kind of the frame within you you can work is limited with the clean sound. I mean, you can't uh, cross certain boundaries as as easy as uh, when you work with the fiction because if you have a, a scene that happens in a very noisy place in a, fi- a fiction film then you just redo it and have the actors come in and they say the lines again but uh, in a in a documentary you're stuck with the with the material you receive and um, and that way the the frame where you where you can work is smaller but but I feel that that uh, having a, a a smaller frame where you can work actually uh, gives you inspiration to to cross boundaries even more. I I find it very inspiring working with documentaries. Yeah. And for inspiration uh, for the for the painter, mm-hmm. just to feel he's old and he have difficulty to walk. Yeah. I've made uh, two two bottles of plastic uh-huh. with sand, just on, with gaffer tape, so, like weights. And just to be sure, when I walk, it's for the psychology, yes. Yeah, and I stay every day with this uh, <laughs> <laughs> around my leg. <laughs> there should be a separate documentary just about yeah. <laughs> no, <but> you just <laughs> with all this stuff. <laughs> no, but just to tell you the la psychology. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The guy is, you know, and I have to to act. Yeah, yeah. Like him, yes. Yeah. So you're 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 kind of the invisible actor in, in, in a way. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Invisible. <laughs> 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 well. <laughs> Um, and and just speaking of, there's also there are also moments in the film where some of the effect comes from not having any sound for a little bit. Um, I'm I'm thinking one moment where I think it's the moment where he's asked, you know, do you recognize your wife? And you, you turn the sound off for a little second, right? Yeah, yeah. 
because for that moment, <clears throat> I mean, you kind of feel, at least I felt this kind of, you know, his panic or suspension feel while he's trying to figure that out, you know, for that split second. I thought that was effective. That was great to hear. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, I just want to make sure we're not running too late on time. Okay. <laughs> All right, good. Um, I wonder if you could talk about, because we saw a bit of your other work uh, with de Democrats, um, I, I wonder if you could talk about other films that were particularly challenging in terms of, uh, you know, either, you know, sound reconstruction or, you know, where you were dealing with a filmmaker who had a different conception from either of those. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I'm blank. I'm blank, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, but I could talk a bit about, I mean, because we did some pretty uh, unconventional things in, in um, things that are, were new to me. And uh, for example, if, uh, the, if there are these uh, changes of location. First, we are in uh, Copenhagen, and then we are on a small island in a in a summer cabin, and then uh, in the end, we are in Italy. And uh, there is this transition going from uh, from the island to to Italy, where um, normally people would say, "Way we go to Italy." It's uh, uh, I think the first uh, version I did was. Um, was very happy. I mean, I like going to Italy. It's it's a fan fantastic place, but uh, but doing it again, we it's right after this uh, moment you talked about with the where he listens to this uh, classical piece and realizes that that uh, he can't actually uh, do his work anymore. Uh, he's finished the way he knew himself as an artist, and uh, and uh, uh, when we worked with the film, we called that. Uh, that uh, moment in the film, like the death. Um, and um, he ends out with a depression that actually moves into, into Italy. And, uh, and I don't know if I didn't understand this, but, but I, I just worked uh, very classically that, that going to Italy was uh, barking dogs and uh, happy birds and crickets and uh, a little wind and a little creech uh, on the window. And, um, and and when we worked on the second uh, second round on on, uh, on the sound design, then then we we changed this to the depression leading into the um, uh, being part of the next scene of I think it's like ten minutes long where he's he's walking around in this house, and um, we did it with the, letting the house comment on. On his depression, it's creaking, it's old, it's spooky, but it's not uh, like a horror house. But still, it's uh, it's uh, kind of commenting on. Uh, yeah, you feel the weight of it. Yeah, it's a it's a heavy place to be, and yeah. and um, I mean the the Italy part doesn't all. I mean the thirty minutes of the Italy part isn't a depression. So so of course this depression uh, doesn't continue, but. But uh, the first time he walks around the house, it was very important um, yeah. to to have this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, well, then there's that story about him hanging himself or trying to hang himself. Yeah. Yeah. Then th that's when he lightens up, right? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it is interesting that you you would kind of have these preconceptions about certain places, and but but it, it has to function according to the psychology that's going on. You can't put something on it. No, but still, you have a. Normally, you would say, 
the way I normally work is that um, that a film has a certain uh, flow. Uh, working with sound, you, you, you want it to feel natural just flowing through the film, not thinking too much about uh, that you're actually watching a film. And um, it, it creates a certain rhythm that, uh, that I really enjoys or, or tries to, to, uh, to, to obtain when I work with, the, with, with sound design. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but this, this time the, the mission was totally different. It was about getting into his, uh, the way, not, I mean, the way he, he, he's, he sees the world. Yeah. And, and the flow became less important. Yeah, it's about the disruption that he doesn't have the flow anymore. Like, he, he's losing the force, as, yeah. he put, as he puts it. Yeah. And of course, that, that makes it a bit uh, <coughs> harder on, on the audience to watch the film, but, but I really enjoyed making it. Um, um, even though it was strange for me to make it that way. It's like working opposite uh, compared to how I normally work. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I think we're having to wrap up now, but thank you again. Thank you both. Yeah. <laughs>